MSW Media. News was wearing daily beans, daily beans, daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Wednesday, July 23rd, 2019. It is Mueller time and we are pre-gaming, but it's a crazy news day. We have Epstein, the ICE raids, grand jury materials, Rudy Giuliani, Felix Sater, a new UK prime minister, a new secretary of defense, the 9-11 first responders bill, Don McGahn, Bijan Keon, and more. I'm your host, AG, and with me today are Jaleesa Johnson. Hello. And Jordan Coburn. Hello. It is... Okay, Wednesday, July 23rd, 2019, brought to you by Tuesday, July 22nd, 2019, <laughs> Tuesday News Day. It's absolutely insane. It is a fire hose of news. There's so a lot, yes. We're going to try to get through it. The big day is here. Uh, we're going to be on Channel 8 News in San Diego this morning at 7.40 a.m., so tune into that. Um, we have several interviews lined up as well, and we'll be going over all the Mueller time news in the second half of the show. It is a jam-packed news day, as I said, so we might as well get into it and hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right, so first, Epstein has appealed his bail decision. Uh, this guy really hates jail. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's one thing he and I agree on. The only thing. Jail sucks, but, you know, he the deserves idea. it. Right. And then his name, I kept mispronouncing. I've learned from a listener that it's like Frankenstein, so it's Epstein, not Frankenstein. Like, that's my way of remembering it now. Right. Yeah, because I would say Epstein all the time. But. Yeah, it is. But actually, I think there's there's been some conflict. Like, I pronounce it Epstein, mm -hmm. um, and some people have said, no, it's Epstein. And there's actually a photo of him on teaching at that school where he shouldn't have been hired because he doesn't have a college degree by Barr's dad. And it says Epstein on the chalkboard in the background, and he spells it T-I-N-E, probably to get people to, to pronounce it correctly. So Interesting. I think that that is the way that it's pronounced. That's how German would indicate mm -hmm. it's pronounced because here's a little German lesson for you. If you have an E and an I together, um, the last vowel does the talking. So oh. the first vowel does the walking, the last vowel does the talking. So if it's E-I, it's pronounced I, like Epstein. And if it's I-E, it's pronounced E, like Epstein. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, that helps. But, you know, Rosenstein's been like, you can call me whatever, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, spineless. I don't give a fuck what you call me. You most know? of them. <laughs> you can do whatever you want yeah. to me. Call me your ally, your challenger, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. It Just matter. don't call me a de deputy attorney general. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. He's just the Eeyore of the Justice Department. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that uh, and but you know people change it up all the time. But we call him Epstein. If that's not it, I don't fucking care. He can eat <laughs> shit. Um, I'm calling him Rosenstein for that stare he had going on in the background. Somebody's like, I pronounce it Rapey McRape face. And nice. I was like, Good, I like that. Yes, that works. Yes. <laughs> um, so he's trying to appeal his bail. Uh, he's going to be denied beans on that. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't heard the decision yet. It might have come out by the time you hear this recording, but he's not. He's in jail. That yeah. judge was like, hell no, nah. And <laughs> hell no, nah. I love it. Very no, thorough. Nah. And then for him to complain about hating jail when he had all the leeway in jail, too. It wasn't even regular jail. Yeah. He He's like, his work the, study sucks. Kept the door unlocked for him, installed a TV in the lawyer's room for him, had access to that for the 12 hours he was in there. The other 12 hours he was out, and he had like unsupervised time to go hang out at his mansion while he was still criming, having yep. sex, probably with minors, although there's no... Uh, evidence of that we know it was females though based on his former lawyer but we know it's women mm -hmm. or girls you know depending on how on their age and that that brings me to a quick correction we won't do a full correction segment but um uh, 
a, a pedophile or something mm-hmm. like that is is because pedophile only uh, covers people who are sexually attracted to prepubescent uh, teens, mm-hmm. and so he wouldn't fall under that category, or he might, but if, for, at least for the not as far as we know yet. Yes. right for the victims that we know. That's like a that's a Nader <clears throat> thing, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, he goes all the way down to uh, there were some two and three year olds. Jesus in those, Christ! Uh, in those videos, yeah, yeah you didn't yeah. read the charging documents, did no. you? Yeah, and bestiality with Nader. Yeah, yeah, don't you'll have nightmares forever. Yeah, you totally will. Um, I think he might be brought up on additional charges soon. They're looking into member because he did transport a 14-year-old boy for, for to rape him from Europe to the United States. And now they're looking into another uh, boy he transported in 2009. Uh, so I think we might see superseding, superseding indictments on Nader uh, this week. So I hope so, yeah. Sign up for the Mueller She Wrote Fantasy Indictment League. If you're not listening to Mueller She Wrote, we come out Sunday nights. It's a Mueller-focused show, and we have a Fantasy Indictment League. It's a lot longer than these. Um, so, But check it out. So that's the Fantasy Indictment League. Um, Chris Ray testified, uh, saying Russia is definitely trying to hack our 2020 elections. <laughs> In Water is Wet this week. Um, well, for most of the world, yeah, I think that's, like, news to them. They're like, really? <laughs> Russia's still trying? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and not only are Russians trying, Rudy Giuliani is... is on the case too and we reported this a few weeks ago um, on our other podcast Mueller she wrote but now uh, they've put another story out about it Jordan what's going on with Rudy yeah so there are two men who are trying to basically back channel influence uh, or we're trying to back channel influence the campaign for Donald Trump as well as investigations into people like Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton and all of Trump's adversaries essentially. So these two operators, they reported directly to Giuliani, uh, which is super sketchy, not registered as foreign agents obviously. Classic. Yep, they did things like urging prosecutors to investigate Joe Biden, like I said and they also wanted to push for a probe and pretty much successfully did it because Barr wound up opening one into the Mueller investigation. And that's so dumb because if you just register as a foreign agent, it appears, at least through the Mueller investigation and the Mueller report, that as long as you register under a foreign agent, then pretty much any opposition research would be hard to put a value on and people are too stupid to know they're criming anyway. So, and so to me, lazy? that's like a... What is it? Why are they avoiding this? Paperwork? Or be, just... They don't want to alert the Attorney General. Yeah, definitely. Who, who's I, Bill yeah, Barr. Yeah, exactly. Like, why? Who's on your he side knows. anyway. Right. Yeah. But at the time... Chick. Yeah. <laughs> At the time, the attorney general wasn't so much as handpicked Fair by enough. Donald Trump that they were trying to get this stuff done. Yeah, old habits um, are hard to yeah. break. Yeah. Well, they're not only pushing for probes to be opened up in the U.S., they're also pushing for them to be opened up in Ukraine. Uh, and that was successful as well because Kiev wound up opening up an investigation into Ukrainian officials that allegedly plotted to rig the 2016 election in Hillary Clinton's favor. And they said that they did this by leaking evidence against Paul Manafort. And their argument is that it was all a big deep state thing. Oh, so, so by snitching on Paul, it's they the got Twinkie Paul defense. It's the yeah. OJ defense. <laughs> got if, it. If, if, you know, if he's clearly guilty, uh, you have to blame the cops and mm-hmm. the investigators. And it worked and for them. Discredit them. And that's what Trump has been doing this entire time. Yeah. Yep. And these two guys were also staying at Trump International Hotel in Washington, no. D.C. Uh huh. <laughs> and they were also meeting with really high up figures in Congress. And there are pictures of all of them that they would use to sort of vouch for their legitimacy of uh, their connections. Are these, four, US are these lawmakers? Ukrainians or are they U.S. born Ukrainians? So these are U.S. citizens. Okay, I'm so then they should be charged under FARA. So maybe totally. we should be considering putting them as randos on, on Fantasy Indictment League, too. Ooh, yeah, yeah, their names are Lev Parnas and F- Igor Fruman. Igor. 
Igor Freeman. Okay, different guy, but same different name. The driver of Epstein's, Epstein's yeah. driver. Yeah, and Igor is my favorite Tyler the Creator album right now, so I'm like really obsessed with the name Igor. Igor Freeman. Yeah, oh, nice. Freeman, nice. Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. <laughs> Lev. Lev and Igor. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think it is a good Fantasy and Diamond League pick for our Muller She Wrote Fantasy and Diamond segment. And I pick Igor. Yeah, and, and, and Dibs. Giuliani, uh, of course, hasn't given a statement on this yet. Uh, they also believe that all they were doing was passing along information. That information was coming to them, and they had the chance to either bury it or pass it on, and they felt that it was their duty to mm-hmm. pass it on. Of oh, course. Holy shit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Heroes. Puff, puff, pass. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty sketchy, honestly. This Sketch. is two new people yeah, yeah. that we haven't yet talked about, and I think that they're pretty consequential <laughs> For in sure. all of this. Um, Do they, you think they broke the law? It's time to play a sketch or not. Nah. Mm-hmm. Sketch. Just, just now? Oh, my God. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Just, Off the topsies. Uh, and then this is a fun thing, too. I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to make a, now I have to make a segment. We thing. have to. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, in 2018, more than a million dollars was tr- was wired to a bank account belonging to Parnas from a trust account, from a client trust account of a Florida lawyer who specialized in real estate and foreign investments. And then that money was uh, $325,000 of that money was redirected to a Trump supporting super PAC. So there it seems to be enough breadcrumbs for there to be an actual indictment it's like against a whole them. loaf at that point. Yeah, yeah. y'all, if we know about it. Uh, he knows. Someone else knows yeah, about yeah. it that can actually bring charges. All right. Well, thanks for that reporting. Holy shit. Uh, this week, a judge has unsealed Felix Sater files. The decision came after The Intercept, you know, the the media outlet, sought to access these filings, some of which have been under seal for two decades. Uh, one document must remain under seal, probably the one where he was cooperating with the government in some form or fashion. Uh, but the judge acknowledged that public interest in this case has ballooned because of Felix Sater's connection to Donald Trump. These documents, however, contain no mentions about Trump, And the judge wrote, they contain no information, uh, which even the most inquisitive member of the public might find interesting or helpful in understanding Trump or his associates. So uh, they're unsealed, but it's probably nothing. It's probably no bigs. Um, But the reason for the unsealing goes to a larger issue that the judiciary is grappling with right now in the wake of Epstein's recent arrest and the the revelation of his off-the-books agreement with the government. And this judge wants to ensure that the public has an opportunity to participate in the the criminal justice proceeding. So Mm. one silver lining so far that's come out of the Epstein case. Totally. uh, Other than him, you know, being in jail. Uh, And the Senate finally, you guys, today passed the 9-11 first responders bill after two Republican amendments failed, one from Mike Lee in Utah. These are the two guys who objected, uh, Rand and um, Lee. And Lee wanted to cap the money uh, that was available to them. Uh, And then the amendment from Rand Paul that would have cut the money from other places. Uh, Those amendments both failed, and the clean bill passed 97 to 2. Nice. It reauthorizes and replenishes the fund that was set to expire next year, and it is good for the next 72 years. I saw that 2090 if we make it. (laughs) Yeah, that's a civilization. That's really incredible. I wonder if somebody was actually thinking we should make this go at least beyond the total destruction of the planet. Yeah, just uh, be optimistic about it. Yes, yes. Uh, so hats off to uh, the first responders, of course, and John Stewart. Yes, uh, he is like what I aspire to be. He, he is, always has been too. Even when he was a talk show host, he was an activist, and now he's like started full as time. a comedian, had a show, went full on activist, and I, I just, love it. I love him to death, and I hope he comes back and does some show. Yeah, I want to be like him when I grow up. I, w- I still want to be that active. And he know? did a, a veterans internship program for the Daily Show. He's just an amazing man. Yeah, I, I said when I grow up, I forget I'm 26, but you know, <laughs> got a ways to go. I'd, I'd hope. I, I want to be him. You don't 
don't have gray hair yet like him. So That's yeah. true. And he, he pulls it off really well, though. He looks yeah. I think better than he used hot. to. I think Always. he's super hot. He's very yeah. hot. Did you see the uh, picture yes. of him yes, when with Mitch, Mitch McConnell, McConnell walked yeah. by and he's just standing there with his hands in his pockets like, he, he. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I win. And somebody's like, it's nice to see somebody make turtle soup. Oh. Whoa, that's totally not politically correct. We don't condone turtle soup or shark fin soup or anything like that. Oh, Thank oh, you. derogatory. I didn't don't know. Don't Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, making endangered species or cute animals. Oh, okay, okay. I get it. We're not for that. Literally turtle soup. Okay. <laughs> yeah, literal. Not Mitch McConnell's stew, uh, which I'm all for. I am. Um, I wouldn't eat it, but no, you just go ahead and make it. Uh, Boris Sinclair novel. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Boris Johnson uh, is the new prime minister of the UK. So UK, congratulations. You have your own Donald Trump now. Uh, I'm, I'm, and I feel partially responsible. Uh, so not me personally, but, you know, as the government of the United States. Uh, Jordan, what's going Or Jaleesa, you have that today, Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, after seeing the U.S. elect Trump, the U.K. was like, hold my pint. So <laughs> Boris Johnson is set to replace Theresa May as prime minister of the U.K. this week. Actually, Mueller Day. So today, technically, yeah, as you're listening to this. And in his victory speech, he vowed to prove his critics wrong, the haters, and said, quote, dude, we're going to energize the country. Dude? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Dude. It really sets the tone there. He is much more chill sounding than Donald Trump. He's I will a, give him that. complete clown ass <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. That he is, is also just true. An, yeah. Both things are true. And it's really interesting to see how much has changed in the last few years. For example, in 2015, when interviewed about his chances of becoming prime minister, Boris said, quote, it is more likely that I will be reincarnated as an olive locked in a disused fridge decapitated by a flying frisbee. How what? do you decapitate an olive? Yeah. That or is, is he talking about his I mean, head? I'm with everything else. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but, but he does paint a picture. Of an olive. <laughs> I bet his whole point was, this is a ridiculous statement. I'm never going to be prime minister. And like, yeah, yeah it makes definitely. no sense the way he laid it out. But here we are. I so, was with the yes ending until the decapitation. Sure, the sure. Yeah, Sanzies. yeah. Sanzies. yeah. <laughs> definitely. But I agree with him. This is all pretty freaking insane. With him and Trump leading the Western civilization, it feels like a Black Mirror episode, right? Well, we've got Merkel there. That's Hopefully true. running interference. Yeah, we've got others. I yeah. just feel like they're kind of leading the charge of like what the evil, what, what's it called? Like the, the axis, the of, axis evil. of evil. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've got all these other guys in their places and they're really just adding to the numbers of, of dictators in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yep. and I'm just convinced the Mayans were right about the world ending in 2012 because nothing normal has happened since, right? Like he's been kind of brewing been up saying, since it's then. It's all fucked up since Dick Clark died. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. But on the bright side, diplomatic relations between the U.S. and the U.K. will dramatically improve overnight. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, no, Silver no. linings, right? For those that don't it's know. It's like two to eight-year-old children that can now talk through cans Little with a phones string. With a, yeah, <laughs> cups with a string. Totally, Ideas and diplomacy. Totally, about they got that world. Sesame Street phone. Yeah, they're like, That's I adorable. have an idea. Oh, or the cow goes moo, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can, that wasn't a phone, though, right? It might be a weird toy. But yeah, okay, so Boris was one of the top two faces in the Brexit campaign. And so if you thought, you know, shit in the UK was crazy before, just know that it's about to get turned the fuck up. So Boris comes off as one of those, like, wannabe ethnic cl- ethnic cleansing guys, right? That's his whole thing. He said some really anti-Muslim shit in the oh, last yeah. few years. I know that. I mean, their whole thing, Brexit is, like, the most nationalistic pursuit, or at least that's what it turned into very quickly, right? Yeah, so. yeah. And he capitalized on that. He's basically an opportunist that saw blood in the water with Theresa May and went after that. I'm sad it's not Burko. Burkow? Burko? The one that was against him? Or Jeremy? Oh, yeah. I guess, yeah. He Jeremy Jeffrey? Was Jeremy Hunt was the one I think Jeremy that was against him. Yeah, Jeremy Hunt. Who but are you talking about? I'm talking about the, the, the guy who in parliament. Oh, I think God. his name's uh, Burko. Was he running for it? No. Oh, okay. No, he just would have made I just a great wanted him. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> just walk around and be like, oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Right, right. 
I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to all of our you. listeners now in the UK. It sucks that you're in the same boat as us. Totally. Not the same. Not the same. Pretty similar, but, but similar. maybe even worse. In yeah. a lot of ways, their whole economic like system is about to be fucked. If that not. was all, that was before he got there. True, yeah. but he uh, wants to make it even worse. But it was, he was his, yeah, yeah, he was one it's of the people baby. leading the charge. Yeah. So yeah. I guess his main thing is to take Britain out of the EU and provide tax cuts to his conservative party. So I mm. guess we'll see if he accomplishes that. Mm. Gross. Yeah, it's possible. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I wish I had more jokes about that one. I just got bummed out. Bad yeah. news. Bad <laughs> news. It, it also begs the question how this both arised in two of the most prominent Western civilizations or, yeah. or countries, like at the same time. This yeah. this nationalism. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. and France and Brazil and Poland and Hungary and Australia. Like it's it's a growing movement. Totally. Yeah. It's freak. It's like I think it's the death rattle of of white supremacy is oh, yeah. is what we're seeing right now. Yeah. It's kind of like you know right before you go into menopause, you shit goes nuts. So. <laughs> Hope oh, so. global warming! Yeah, we're getting heat, heat flashes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, totally. I feel global like hot flashes. Global hot mm. flashes. Uh, all right, another new person, uh, new Mark Esper, the former defense. Uh, he was a he's a former defense industry executive, right? And he was confirmed uh, as the Secretary of Defense today, even though he refused to recuse himself from matters related to those prior contracts. Uh, but he sailed through, though. It was like ninety-seven to two or something. So we have a new SecDef. We have a new Secretary of Defense. If you ever hear me say SecDef, that's who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So all the Democrats supported him too. Most of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think probably at this point they're like. What the fuck else? Yeah. Who else? Yeah. That's true. I think he was former Secretary of the Army, which is that job that that Manafort guy, Cock, <laughs> wanted real bad. That's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So we could have Cock as the Secretary of Defense right now. So mm-hmm. let's just C-A-U-L-K, be... C-A-U-L-K, right? Yes. yes. C-A-U-L-K. C-A-U-L-K. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, C-A-U-L-K. Yeah. Nice. So let's just be able, I guess, maybe Calc. that's a silver lining <laughs> that we don't have Manafort's personal banker, Cock. Oh, my goodness. Uh, as the guy. As a sec def. So, uh, and after just four hours of deliberation, you guys, a jury has convicted Bijan Kian. That's Flynn's lobbying partner for acting as a foreign agent of Turkey without registering and subsequently lying about it. He faces up to 15 years in prison, so he'll get like a year. Uh, if, this, if this conviction stands, which seems shaky because during the trial, Judge Trenga indicated he was giving serious consideration to a defense motion to acquit Kian on the grounds that the prosecutor's evidence was too weak to sustain a conviction. Damn. If it holds, though, I wonder if they'll charge Flynn for the same crimes. Like, I wonder if they're using this as like a sort of a, you know, a canary in the coal mine to see if this doesn't stick. Maybe they won't charge Flynn with his fair violations because now he's no longer a cooperating witness in that case. He's a co-conspirator, as labeled by the prosecution. Uh, but, you know, if, if if it does stick and they do hold the conviction, maybe they'll uh, maybe it's worth it to bring charges against uh, Flynn as well. Mm-hmm. This is a big deal. This case is like it's, you know, got its own weight, but also it's it's really relevant to Flynn. Like, who yeah. I think is the worst. Right. Like, he did way more. Damage. Treason. Yeah. 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 Do, you, do you happen to know if the defense motion was filed before or after Flynn withdrew his essentially guilty plea after. as a witness? after that motion was after yeah so he's saying since you don't have flynn i don't know if you guys are going to have enough evidence to oh, that's he, what the that's what the judge maybe is thinking i don't know if he if he if he, if this defense motion was filed. usually a defense motion like this to dismiss the charges but it could have been filed before the conviction came down mm-hmm. i hope so because the judge might have seen this is a four-hour deliberation by the jury this is an open and shut case maybe i won't but apparently in that conviction hearing he had mentioned it so i don't know i think the timing of that is important we should find out what that is for sure if, if that's you a good know point, yeah if you know hit us up um and let us know via email 
Uh, and uh, let's see. Oh, I guess he's going to miss his daughter's wedding, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, Remember, oh, he wanted to, to postpone it. his uh, trial till the fall. Oh, that's right. moved it up. The judge is like, why? It's like, because my uh, daughter's wedding is in August. He's like, we'll do it July 15th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, damn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm guilty. <laughs> um, and that would be a funny way to try to get somebody to admit that yeah. they crime. But your honor. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to leave jail. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be smooth, yeah. Um, and it seems the House Judiciary is going to seek a court order to compel McGahn to testify. We've been waiting for this. It comes after they already held him in contempt um, when the White House blocked him from appearing before Congress. So they asked him to come in. He said no. They asked him again. He said no. They subpoenaed him. He said no. They waited again. He said no. And then they hold. They voted to hold him in contempt. And, the, and now I think they're going to, uh, within the coming days, he's going to file this suit to m- force the court to compel McGahn to testify. Um, the White House, of course, will contest this on the basis of privilege. Um, but if guess what? If we had an open impeachment inquiry, privilege would give way to a legit impeachment inquiry. So mm-hmm. it's time for the House to open an inquiry and strengthen their legal arguments in court. Uh, I think that their privilege argument is weak on its face anyway, because you can't claim privilege because of the crime fraud exception clause uh, that says you can't claim executive privilege if, if you were criming. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't think that that'll hold up anyway, but it wouldn't even be a question if we had an impeachment inquiry open. So that's one of the things when we're always talking about, it would be easier to get this shit done mm-hmm. if you had an impeachment inquiry. Well, after today, if they don't open an inquiry, I don't know what the fuck they're waiting for at all. Right. After yeah. well, The only thing I can think of is, is they're waiting for Trump or the White House or the Justice Department to devi- defy a Supreme Court order. That would be the only... Mm-hmm. That would it be never the, happens? What if he keeps like edging that and then... Then they will He's have missed. A, then yeah. they will have missed an opportunity. Totally, <laughs> um, but there's been so much that has happened that could have provided cover for them to open impeachment inquiry. Um, I, I don't think we'll talk about it later in the second half of the show. I don't know that Mueller's uh, testimony is going to maybe move the public needle enough to get them to open an impeachment inquiry, but they might get something out of it where they say, oh, we got it. Yep, look at that. We have to at least open impeachment inquiry and look into this obstruction of justice yeah. now that we've had this testimony on the record. Exactly. That's all I think they would need, not even the public support, just the public knowledge. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think if if we recall, uh, Nixon's, uh, there were 16% in favor of impeachment, and I think we're in the 40s. So. Oh, my God. I did not know that. Yeah, so I don't even know why they're anyway. Fox we'll figure News. it out. I'm I'm assuming I must I'm hoping Pelosi has a plan and will it'll all be unveiled soon, but we'll see. Warren Otherwise, has a plan. I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Warren has a plan for everything and she wants to impeach him. Yeah. Um also Tuesday, Trump is suing as a private citizen to block the Ways and Means Committee from obtaining his tax records from New York State under the new Trust Act, which allows the House Ways and Means Committee to request New York State taxes. Neil has not yet invoked the Trust Act. Or asked for the state taxes, but he's facing increasing pressure to do so by his Democratic colleagues and us. <laughs> uh, Trump is claiming this is retaliation. He also sued Tish James to prevent her from acting on the recently passed law, saying that the House Ways and Means Committee's request for um, federal returns isn't about legislation. Uh, it's about exposing him. And he says, quote, the state of New York shares this animating purpose and is eager to help the committee expose the president's private tax information. Uh, Cuomo signed the Trust Act into law earlier this month. That that didn't that went under the radar, but he did sign that into. OK. Into and a couple of things about that. One is he's saying they're retaliating to him. Criming like that's how it works. And, and secondly, I feel like 
there, there's something I saw you tweet about if he does it as a private citizen, then he's susceptible to federal <laughs> indictments, right? Yeah, you can't want to be a private citizen to do this lawsuit, but not want to be a private citizen when it comes to being federally indicted. Exactly. Yeah, I think you're saying on principle that would make him able to be indicted, but not at law, like not in terms of the law. N- well, in fact, I don't think he can sue as a private citizen because the argument might come up that says you can't have the benefits there too of a private citizen without having all of the benefits and downfalls there too of a private yeah. citizen. Mm-hmm. Uh, bequeathed upon you behest from <laughs> now on whence today and Sorry. therefore always I, I don't know that's a great word that's my um, non-legal language mm-hmm. that's more a fairy tale language but yeah, um, yeah. yeah you can't have it both ways bro and eat shit so <laughs> um, that is the hot notes uh, there's so many of them and news keeps breaking we'll keep you posted um, we'll be right back after this quick word uh, with all of our Mueller, Mueller uh, testimony information we'll be right back Hey guys, thanks for listening to The Daily Beans. If you're not a patron, we have a new perk for you. We're going to test out releasing The Daily Beans to patrons the night before they drop to the general public in the morning. So if you want to become a patron, head to patreon.com slash thedailybeans. The best part is when you sign up, you become a patron of two shows. You get The Daily Beans and Mueller She Wrote. So not only do you get news with swears, you get our in-depth coverage on the Mueller investigation, and you get the perks for both shows for as little as three bucks a month. Two shows, one low price. And perks include early release... Um, of episodes like we're going to try with this Um, lots of thank you gifts a newsletter that includes our research notes and show notes pre-sale access for live events and meetups bonus content and uh, access to our closed social media groups which are incredibly supportive and provide a network for all the best human beings you could possibly ever want to speak to your patronage helps us provide health benefits to our staff even the part-timers so thank you so much for your support back to the beans Hey guys, welcome back. And today is Mueller Day. And uh, you might already be watching, probably not. I think it starts maybe in about, if you're getting this, this thanks, probably about an hour or two, a couple hours from now, um, from when you're listening to this. Unless you were late, unless you don't listen the second we drop. Uh, I don't <laughs> understand. Uh, but anyway, uh, Mueller's recently, like last minute news, Mueller was uh, asked this committees to bring his deputy in with him. And Republicans got mad. And so did Democrats. But um, this is just in from a Mueller spokesperson, Aaron Zebley. He's the deputy special counsel. And he had day-to-day oversight of the investigations conducted by the Office of Special Counsel. And he will accompany Mueller to the Wednesday hearings, as we discussed, uh, he says, as we discussed with the committees more than a week ago. So Jim Jordan being like, you can't drop this last minute bullshit on us. Um, You guys knew about it a week ago. Uh, But Zebley will not be sworn in. Um, So he cannot testify in front of the House Judiciary Committee. He'll be there as counsel to Mueller. Uh, The Dems rejected Mueller's request to have him sworn in so he could testify on Mueller's behalf. They're like, no, we want to hear from you. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, But the Intel Committee, uh, Schiff, is reportedly going to allow uh, Zebley to be sworn in and answer questions in the Intel Committee. Um, So obstruction, nah. Uh, Intel. Collusion, yeah. (laughs) Um, and then, uh, of course, you know, the DOJ tried to limit his testimony. They wrote this letter, this guy named, I don't know, Scheimenheiser or some shit. I can't remember his name. You're going to be mad at me. Um, I'm going to get so many. It already sounds confusing. It's a hashman schmime. He actually, when he was appointed, they said, you can't do anything with the Mueller investigation. You aren't allowed to have anything to do with it. He was recused from it. But then he was the one who wrote the letter to Mueller saying, you have to limit your testimony. You can't talk about uncharged third parties trump trump um you can't you know it basically can't talk about trump and you can't talk about any processes about how your investigation ended 
Why would you not want to talk about that? Yeah, I'm very curious. Um, and so, yeah, they want to try to limit his testimony. Of course, Nadler came out and said, eat shit. I was um, going to say, Nadler said you don't have to listen to them. Yeah. So is that true? Mueller doesn't it, have to listen to them? Yeah, it's true. He's a private citizen. Fuck yeah. Uh, but Mueller is a rule follower. So when he got the subpoenas, he sent them to the Department of Justice and said, heads up, what do you want? What do you want me to do? Uh, even though he didn't work for them anymore, because he's just a good little, or even if he wasn't going to work for them anymore, because he's yeah, he's a sanctimonious choir boy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Comey, <laughs> but yeah, truly, it's Mueller. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's wants to play everything by the rules so that no one can look back in history and say he broke the rules. Um, I think that's probably what he's trying to hammer his legacy down as rule follower. And non-political rule follower. Yeah, and it might still work out, you know, for the truth anyways, and by him following the rules, like you're saying, because he's crossing all his T's and dotting his mm-hmm. I's, and it's going to look better when he tells the truth. Yeah, and his opening statement, he did not clear that with the Department of Justice. So that's interesting. Oh. And speaking of Comey, he came out today and said on television in an interview that the investigation into Trump, uh, which was kicked off by um Australians diplomat call Australia's diplomat calling us up and saying somebody told us that they're getting dirt from Russia Papadopoulos through Mifsud and uh, we thought you might want to know and so Comey's like if we didn't open an investigation we'd be fired like if somebody called up if somebody called you up Republicans and said hey uh our buddy said that they got dirt you know our buddy who works for Hillary Clinton says that Russia's talking to him would you want the FBI to say that's nothing. It's nothing. No, not at all. <laughs> it's deep state stuff. Don't worry about it. No, they would be remiss in their duties if they did not open investigation uh, because they had those clear articulable facts that uh, McCabe always talks about. Uh, but Comey said that because she goes, was it called Crossfire Hurricane? And Comey goes, he sat there for a second and he goes, yeah. Damn. Totally admitted Crossfire Hurricane was the thing into Trump. Of course, we got reporting from this. We we covered it in episode 31 yeah. of Mueller, she wrote, in May of 2018, it's over a, a year ago. It's one of the hurricanes Trump can't throw paper towels at to solve the problem. <laughs> <laughs> he tried. <Nice>. Bounty. <laughs> He's out there throwing paper towels at the FBI Quicker building. picker upper, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just not. Don't build wouldn't... a hotel here. <laughs> what a turd. Um... So Lawfare came out with its list of questions. I wanted to read a couple to you because I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, uh, they said you, they, they should ask Mueller to, uh, today. Do, uh, did you reach a judgment as to whether the president had committed obstruction of justice crimes? Uh, I think he'll say, um, I am not going to tell you what my judgment was. You can read the facts and make your own determination or something like that. Um, they also said, did you find substantial evidence that the president had committed obstruction of justice crimes? I think the answer there is yes. You know, not whether or not you charge him, but did you find evidence that he committed the crimes? But he's also said in his report, I can't even say, I don't even want to say that he committed these crimes or that I think he did because he doesn't have the, you know, the judicial apparatus with which to defend himself. That's mm. his sort of thing. And he might bring that up. Um, did you find, uh, let's see, what, what was another one here? What did his other protest letter say to Bill Barr. So if you remember that letter he wrote mm-hmm. to Bill Barr, like, stop lying about my shit, bra. Um, <laughs> Quit your shit. <laughs> yeah. He said, as per my previous letter on whatever, whatever date, April 10th, I think, uh, and we never saw that previous letter. Oh, the first warning. Yeah. So I'm interested to see, because we know they had a couple meetings in March, March 5th or something like that. But apparently he wrote one letter and that second letter is the letter we saw. So I want to know what his other letter said to mm-hmm. Bill Barr. Probably said just the same shit. Like, right. I'm just, he was probably just repeating himself in the second letter, but that'd be interesting to know. But, you know, the DOJ has told him not to talk about any of the processes about the release of the report or the closing of his investigation. So mm-hmm. he might, he might 
You might see him lean over to um, Zebley and see if Zebley tells him what mm-hmm. it is. Um, and he, yeah, I honestly don't think he'll answer that. Uh, did you find that the president later directed the White House counsel to say he had not been ordered to have the special counsel removed? And this is an important question because doing something like that would be outside the bounds of your presidential duties, right? And Barr has said that the president can't obstruct justice if he's acting within his core presidential responsibility. But witness tampering, suborning perjury, and creating false records are way outside of the president's Mm -hmm. core responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So if somebody asks that question, they can then ask the follow-up, you know, so that that is not part of a presidential core responsibility. Right. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's not. Um, oh, and, sorry. I was thinking it was Suborny Weaver. That joke was Sub- Suborny Weaver. Yeah. <laughs> Suborning perjury. Suborny yeah, Weaver. was elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Alien. <laughs> uh, Republicans will be undermining Mueller's investigation. Uh, Mueller's investigation. Uh, <laughs> I am totally sober right now. Uh, but they will be doing everything they can to undermine Mueller's credibility and his investigation. They're going to talk about Strzok and Page. Look for that. Put that on your bingo card. They're going to talk about the dirty dossier mm. or the uh, fake dossier or whatever you want to call it, which the... Trump's inspector general recently has deemed credible just a couple like a week and a half ago. Nice. And they'll bring up the false claims that Mueller is conflicted either by having a membership at Trump golf club and there was a fee dispute or that he begged for the job at the FBI and Trump turned him down. That is completely false. Mueller did not want to work at the FBI. (laughs) Um, Trump asked to interview him, but Mueller's like, okay, he didn't want that job. He never asked for it. And uh, that Comey is his BFF, which, of course, also isn't true. Comey actually said today during that interview, he's like, I don't know his kids' names. He doesn't know my kids' names, but I think he's an amazing an amazing American, et cetera. Mueller's probably better friends with Barr at this point. I was going to say, yeah, that makes more sense. So I think the whole point here is we want the, these Dems to ask. But because we're not getting my wish, which is to have one or two prosecutors ask all the questions on the Dem side and let the Republicans just eat shit on their own. Uh, since we have to do this five minute apiece rule, um, they they need to ask him short declarative questions, right? Yes or no answers, short answers, or ask him to just read parts of his report. You know, this is the difference between a book and a movie is what everybody's saying. Um, Chuck Rosenberg is not excited about this. Most people have their minds made up, he says. But if you take the time and the questions are good, we can learn something. Mm-hmm. And so that's important. Um, the problem we will be that the members of Congress themselves are probably looking for sound bites or spotlights or that Perry Mason moment, you know. Yeah. Will Kamala be on one of these uh, committees? No, nope, she's a Damn. senator. She's really good at those sound bites. <laughs> she is really good. Um, but there is going to be a Senate hearing, uh, I think, or there was today um, with Christopher Ray, and I need to watch that. Yeah, I wonder who's going to ask the best questions then. I'm very curious to hear. AOC, I have to look at see and look and see who's, uh, who's all on the committees yeah. again. I don't know if AOC is on either one of those committees, but... Um, be a fun little, you know, pre-hearing prediction. Also, we should do like a coffee drinking Lee game. is really awesome at, at okay. asking those questions. She's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Nadler's really good. Uh, there's a lot of really good people. I bet. Yeah, I yeah. thought AOC was on oversight. Yeah, I think she's oversight. Okay. I think she's on Elijah Cummings. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's on Elijah Cummings' committee. Um. Anyway, um, they're, they're, yeah, they just, I think we just have to not fuck up. Yeah, ask the right questions. Mueller will answer to the best of his abilities. I just want people to hear it, like just hear the report because they aren't listening to the audiobook. not most people. And they've been I'm, practicing too. And what I found funny was that the person playing Mueller in the practice rounds was Norm Eisen. Do you know that guy? No. Yeah, he's, he's uh, talking hat a lot on MSNBC. Um, he funny. was being Mueller? Yeah, he was that's being cute. Mueller. Yeah. 
I'm more looking forward to how Mueller responds to Republicans' questions because he's just going to shoot them down. Mm-hmm. Have you seen some of they've been replaying clips of former uh, hearings where Jim Jordan is like asking him a bunch of dumb questions and he's like, I'm, what? You, no. And sorry. Just not giving into his bullshit. Yeah, and he'd basically. be like, look, if you want to write those questions down for me, I'll, I'll answer them later. <laughs> he just doesn't want to be on TV and he doesn't want to be political. And yeah, he's I, a professional. I he think really you'll is. see that a lot too. Put some beans on that. Put some beans on him. You can write those down for me. I'll answer them offline. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, we should sip a coffee every time he's like that. How's he allowed can't drink to do alcohol, that? Right? Uh, I don't know. But but it happens all the time in yeah. congressional testimony. Yeah, I know people say that Pe- because they want to make sure they get the facts right. Yeah. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. That or, would make yeah. Sense. Or sometimes they're like, I don't have the information right in front of me, but shoot yeah. an email, brah, and I'll figure well, it out. Mm-hmm. Then I hope that they're stupid enough to ask him general enough questions that he can answer right on the spot. Totally. Like, well, I can tell you for sure, no. <laughs> and when you have an to whatever en- you're saying. encyclopedic mind like Zebley sitting right next to you who managed and oversaw the day to day operations of this investigation, there's not going to be much that they just don't know collectively. For sure. You know? So, guys, get ready. <laughs> yeah seriously tomorrow will be an interesting show i think it's make or break time um <laughs> but uh i don't know i have again don't get your hopes up because and i've i've talked about this on a couple of uh shows that that i've been on in the last couple of days that trump wants you to hope that Mueller goes outside of the corners of his report i think that this letter from the department of justice daring Mueller basically to go outside the four corners of his report is to get Dems all excited like maybe he will uh, so that you'll be let down and so basically what Trump is trying to do is he's trying to build a scenario where if Trump stays within the corners of his report he wins somehow mm-hmm. that is not the case or Mueller rather yeah yeah uh, no, no Trump, oh, Trump, Trump, Trump wins if Trump if, wins if Mueller stays within the corners mm-hmm. of the report yes yeah mm-hmm. but if you're expecting him to go elsewhere so he's trying to you know drive up this hype that you know maybe he'll say something out of the ordinary and the mainstream media is not helping on this and that the letters from the DOJ to Mueller and the way that the Republicans responded to the fact that Zebley was going to sit next to him they're all trying to get us to hope that he's going to do more than what we already know he's going to do and what he's already said he's going to do because then Trump can spin that as a victory in this case and he will try to do that so don't fall for it right the, like uh, totally exonerated no collusion he'll find that where there's any wiggle room so we just have yeah. to stay the course and know that Mueller's not going to go beyond the report literally if he sat up there and read excerpts from his report and that's it that is a win then we should take it as a win and he might still say totally exonerated even if Mueller says what's in the report because he did that before but so what I mean people will still hear the truth oh he's, and, he'll still try yeah, he'll still try to say see he said this, so no collusion, but that hopefully people can, like, you know, think for themselves. And But if yeah. he sees y'all getting mad that, you know, Mueller didn't stand up and knock the table over and go, he's a fascist that, that of the 10th degree, you know, <laughs> that it's just not getting gonna, into his agenda. Yes, yeah, yeah. because then he can say, look, I won. Ha ha. And don't don't fall for that. Right. And um, if pe- you see people like freaking out on Twitter, then just, you know, try to get him to calm down. Like, just be like the report is damning enough. And the idea is to get what's in the report, at least the, you know, super important uh, clarifying points across to the American public on television. Because, again, people don't read the book. They see the movie. We should keep tweeting that. That what you just said. Like, just get that circulating like a viral tweet so people can see that and be reminded. I, I've been. I've been. I'm like, don't fall for it. Don't it's important, for it. yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed if you get your expectations Self-fulfilling too high. Self-fulfilling prophecy is right. what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. So um, hang in there. Um, remember, justice grinds slow. We have to be patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget, Watergate took four years and Nixon, Nixon was reelected. So just, and there was no Fox News then. <laughs> and they didn't have Fox News. So just hang tight.
um, and take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Do you guys have any final thoughts? Um, I saw The Lion King yesterday. That was really cute. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to see that. I cried. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I cried when I saw it in 1992. It was good. It was really good. Really? Yeah, I've heard yeah. I loved it. Getting not great reviews, so that's good to because know. Because people expect a different storyline. It's like the Mueller Report. Like, it is what you expect. It's nostalgic. <laughs> Just enjoy it. It's a good story. Just, yeah. It's relevant. Yeah. I'm on a, a lot of weird threads these days. <laughs> yeah. It's like a subreddit called Hell Hortler, and they're just making fun of white supremacists. Oh. And it's incredible. Oh, that's yeah. nice. I yeah. like that. Hell yeah, Hortler. Back. Yeah. There's a QAnon uh, satire podcast out there that's like making fun of that conspiracy theory. I love that people are trying to resist in their own way. You I have to be careful, though, because my mom forever thought that Stephen Colbert on the Colbert Report was, was being real. serious. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. I have an ex-fuckboy who's QAnon, and he keeps sending me uh, QAnon videos. Ex-fuckboy. Oh, uh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was a QAnon person until at first we were bonding over like uh, anti-authority things, you okay, know, and yeah. then it just got real weird real fast. <laughs> no, that sounds funny. You know the old story. Boy meets girl. Boy fuck talks boy about yeah. authoritarianism. Yeah. Girl says, yeah, fuck authoritarianism. Boy yeah, yeah. is QAnon. Yeah. Fuck boy meets world. I was world. like, I like that. Yeah, fuck boy meets world. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you update me, but I don't know where I'll find another play I can oh, talk about Q&A the government on. with. Yeah. <laughs> that was years ago, though. I have since. You've grown a lot. <clears throat> I would say so. Yeah, yeah. But this guy's still not. sending the not. Pizzagate messages yeah. into my DM. Dear I'm like, God. you could just ask how I'm doing, you know? You don't have to send me a conspiracy theory video. Right. Just to hate you up. You no, know? no, 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 no. Yeah. Have you seen Loose Change? Have you seen Loose Change? <laughs> have you seen Loose Change? I have like nine X's all the time. Have you seen it, though? Have you seen it? Have you God. seen it? You see it. We all have those exes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I've seen it. Okay. Um, Anyway, please, again, as I I think I've already said to take care of yourselves and take care of each other. But Mm -hmm. hang in there. It's going to be great. Uh, Remain optimism. uh, Remain remain optimism. Yes, yes. Embody optimism. You have to become optimism. (laughs) I'm creating new word uses. Also, stay cool on a logistical level. Oh, my goodness. Please stay cool. It's fucking hot everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's It's like an actual issue. Yeah. And also, metaphorically, stay cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Literally and figuratively, Mm -hmm. stay cool. That Obama SNL sketch. What do I do? Keep it cool. <laughs> Fred oh Armisen doesn't. You see the Trevor <laughs> Noah thing? He's talking about God. If, if I think Obama's putting out a podcast. He's like, you better have a lot of spare time. Can you hear that podcast now? Uh, <laughs> but I would watch or listen to that so much. Hello? Uh, and it's like 30 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> I would totally subscribe to that. You just Obama, to, just like. Uh, listen to it times two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd fall asleep to it. It's kind of soothing. <laughs> Asthma, right? Totally. ASMR? I don't know. I, I probably pronounce it asthma. Is it not? I think it's ASMR. Damn it. Like I'm lol, changing that LOL. Today. <laughs> yeah. It's GIF and asthma. Um, <laughs> you don't have to. Just, you don't have to agree with me. It's yeah, we all have fun. our own, you know, lingos. We do. And that is it. That's the show. So uh, again, uh, you know what? For a third time, take care of yourself and take care of each other. I've been AG. I've been Jaleesa Johnson. I've been Jordan Coburn. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is produced by AG, featuring Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn, and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazell and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager is Sarah Lee Steiner, and our merchandising manager is Sarah Hirschberger Valencia. Fact-checking and research by AG, Jaleesa Johnson, and Jordan Coburn, with executive assistance by Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is dailybeanspod.com. <laughs>